The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Taking your time to settle in. And we'll be moving through the first eight instructions at a faster pace tonight. So remember that this guided meditation and the complexity, the amount of information is the kind of training that we're doing, not what it should look like necessarily when you're practicing at home. But just an training exercise in learning the map that the Buddha thought would be helpful for us. So the first encouragement, as you might remember in the discourse, and how practitioners is mindfulness of breathing in and out of great fruit and great benefit when cultivated and made much of. Here practitioners having gone to the wilderness, a foot of a tree or an empty building, one sits down with legs crossed, body erect, establishing mindfulness to the forefront. And always attentive, one breathes in with awareness and one breathes out with awareness. So that's the setup. Let's just take some time keeping it really simple. It's not so much about doing the breathing, of course, as much as it is in establishing mindfulness to the fore. There can be that simple realization that breathing in is being known, is being felt. Breathing out is being known and felt. In that sense, the mind, the heart is already sensitive to this natural process of breathing in and out. first more specific instruction the Buddha gives is just asking us to keep the breath in mind with enough interest, persistence, that there can be a sense that it's a longer or gross breath or it's a shorter, more refined breath, whether we're observing the inhalation or the exhalation. We're just tracking the ordinary quality of the in or out breath with enough continuity, enough interest to observe this natural settling and refining of the breathing process. But it's not about trying to make anything happen. It's really observing a natural process of the breath and the mind, the body, the heart becoming more subtle. 
So what does it feel like as the breath becomes or reflects the settledness of the body, heart, and mind? And the subtleness simply arises because we're keeping in mind the breathing process. And in so doing, letting go of whatever else the mind would be attending to. learning this art of devotion, persistence, keeping the breath in mind without having to control it. It's really that effort of not forgetting. to be concerned if your subjective experience feels awkward, the breath feels contrived, just let the body do its job, breathing in, breathing out, whatever that might feel or look like. Really trust this natural process of breathing, however it is. naturally begin to notice the qualities of seclusion as there's more continuity, less forgetfulness. need some real confidence that there's no harm in asking the mind to keep the breath in mind. It doesn't really matter how bad we are at this, how untrained the mind might be, because if we persist with this kind but committed attitude, then the mind will gain skill. 
being intimate without being tight about it. How to use this wholesome interest to keep this ordinary process of breathing in and breathing out in mind. Remember, as part of that, just naturally comprehending if this particular in-breath or out-breath is more of a gross, longer breath or more of a refined, shorter breath. That's just to support or interest. if the breath becomes so refined, does it feel like much is happening? Then we practice being interested in what's really refined and nondescript. Notice the simple cause and effect, tracking the breath in this simple way, supports the settling of the mind and body and the breath, of course, naturally. Next instruction. One trains oneself, breathing in, experiencing the whole body. Breathing out, experiencing the whole body. Still secluded, settled. But as we feel that relatively refined breathing in and breathing out, just sensing how the whole body is right here already. We don't have to go looking for it or we don't even need to direct the attention somewhere. It's all here, here and now. And here and elsewhere, you can always use a meditative word or phrase if that's useful, such as experiencing the whole body or even the words whole body 
everything belongs Really sense, if you can, this inclusive awareness as you breathe in, this inclusive awareness of the body as you breathe out. Nothing's left out. Really learning the art of receptivity here with this instruction. Receiving the body as we breathe in. This wholehearted receiving of the body as we breathe out. It's almost as if we'd say to a loved one, I'm really here for you. It's as if we're experiencing that kind of loyalty or committedness as we breathe in to the whole body. And then again, as we breathe out with the whole body, I'm really here. The knowing mind, the sensitive heart is really here right with the body. begin to feel some calming, some embodied well-being because of this ongoing inclusive presence with the whole body, then just make that switch, training the mind to experience that calming of the body, that embodied well-being as you breathe in and as you breathe out, just keeping that calming that well-being in mind with each inhalation and exhalation. might notice old habits of the attention going to where there's pain in the body. But remember, the Buddha is asking us to train the mind to notice a sense of calm and well-being in the body through the duration of in and breath and then through the duration 
of the out-breath. Not where there's pain, but where there's calm and well-being in the body. Creating, many of us are creating a new habit. And learning how to really trust this healing, the mind opening and including and appreciating its capacity to be all-inclusive with the body, not to be judgmental, not to be reactive. It's really a kind yes to the body with each inhalation and exhalation. body, in a sense, responds with a sense of calm and well-being. Shifting now to the second tetrad, second set of four instruction. One trains oneself, breathing in, experiencing joy. Breathing out, training oneself to keep joy in mind. This light, buoyant interest, joyfulness of the heart. The sense of everything happening on its own and the heart delighting in that activity without so much friction. Like a bright, warm smile. The flow of conditions of the heart and mind unfolding. As we're breathing in, just sensing that quality of mystery of how everything is happening, alive, 
letting things be. Same with each exhalation. Instead of the usual perception of things being fixed, heavy, burdensome, just the opposite. Keeping in mind this light and unburdened quality of the mind and heart as we breathe in, as we breathe out. And remember, you can use a little reminder so you could repeat the word joy in a tender, inviting way as you breathe in and as you breathe out, if that helps. We're not forcing anything, but we are trying to keep something in mind. Some people find it helpful to have this, even just the idea of a smile, or just the beginnings of a smile. It's a kind of counter-programming for all of our habits of thinking, believing things are heavy and difficult. And that's just the truth. can stand back from the joy, just appreciating it, but standing back and sensing this happiness, this pleasure or ease of the heart, kind of contentedness of the heart. So the Buddha asks us to train the mind while breathing in, to keep this ease, this pleasure of ease in mind. And as we breathe out, keeping this pleasure of ease, ease of the heart and mind, just do the best you can. never really losing the rhythm of breathing in and out. In a way, we rely on 
on it to keep the mind here and now in the present. So useful to do this training. Again, it's a counter-programming where we normally have the habit to look for threats. Now we're specifically training ourselves, doing the best we can to keep ease of the heart, that inner pleasure, as if the heart is melting in a very pleasurable way relaxing with contentment and ease, feeling at home right in the middle. And that ease of the heart, the word is sukha, really has that sense of the heart, body, mind being held. No need to go anywhere, no need to become anybody, because the heart's feeling content just being. Can we keep that pleasure in mind as we breathe in and as we breathe out? With the sense of inner pleasure, sukha, how we can observe the ordinary activity of the mind, which is probably relatively quiet. Any feelings that come to go, any perceptions and thoughts. But the ease of the heart really gives our mind dispassion. So as we observe the activity of the mind, just a lot of space, space of non-reactivity, just thoughts, just perceptions and feelings coming and going. So nice not to have to control or judge the thinking process.
For some of us, this is our first clearer taste of dispassion. The mind that's not seeking anything. So whatever thinking, whatever mental activity there is, it's just due to the force of habit. It's not really invested with the self trying to get something or become someone. So in that way, the mind isn't entangled with the mental activity. It has dispassion. leading onward naturally to more quietude. So this next instruction, one trains oneself breathing in, calming the mind. One trains oneself breathing out, calming the mind. But it isn't so much that you or I calming the mind as much as we're noticing wisdom is noticing the quieting of the mind naturally organically mind is resting in itself, in a sense. So one trains oneself now, breathing in, experiencing the space of the mind. Not the activity, but the space of the mind itself. One trains oneself while breathing out, experiencing the mind. Just appreciating the qualities of the mind relatively empty of activity. Pay no attention to the activity, just sense intuitively just the space here and now. Keep it in mind as best you can.
very appropriate to appreciate without reifying or getting attached, but still appreciating the stillness, the silence, the relative peacefulness, This heart, this mind is empty of so much. And that's what makes it so beautiful, worthy of our attention, our not forgetting. So the next three steps really come together We're experiencing the mind, we're gladdening it, appreciating it, and then we're concentrating it or stilling it. All of this is really just about keeping the mind in mind, keeping the space of the heart, the mind in mind. Not trying to do too much. Mostly about learning how to rest and trust. And the more we rest and trust, the more the subtle ways of interference and subtle habits of selfing, taking things personally, just will fall away, which leads to the fourth of these instructions in the third tetrad. One trains oneself, breathing in, releasing or liberating the mind. Same as you breathe out. It's not so much doing anything as as it is just allowing this natural process of shedding what's unneeded and extra. Allowing it to drop away.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.